0: Be aware of your body. Be aware of your perceptions. Keep in mind that not every physical sensation is a symptom of a terminal illness. I uh, love it when we do the meditation part, the sitting in quiet, when the air conditioners go off. And those of us who are blessed with adequate hearing can actually appreciate the birds that are singing outside. Or um, it's a, You can still hear the electric lights, but <laughs> I don't think there's any place in, uh, in the world that's totally silent anymore. I don't know that there ever was, except sensory deprivation tanks, and who wants to live there? <laughs> I think, speaking of the bird singing, um, earlier this week I went over a song with the choir um, that we had, that I wrote a, lo- a number of years ago, back when we used to have a family worship service right before the regular worship service and the kids would sing the the kids were in the family worship and they would we would open the doors and they would sing this song and the congregation would come in to the sanctuary Um, earlier this week also i don't remember what day it was i guess it doesn't matter i guess but i think it was after choir um, I heard this bird going, I can't whistle. <laughs> da, 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 da. Does anybody in the choir recognize that? Uh-huh. The doors are open, enter with honor, enter with honor, catch your breath. Anyway, that's the song that we had, after years, had pulled back out to go over, and I heard this bird in my yard singing it. That felt really Strange, but absolutely like an affirmation. I think it was probably akin to what happened to uh, Ulysses Everett McGill in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou," when when the blind man had said, "Oh, you will see wonders. There will be a cow standing on top of a cotton house." When he's floating in the middle of this brand new lake, <laughs> um, and he sees a cow float by on standing on a building, um, it's a sense that something's right. In spite of whatever's going on, you're where you're, you're supposed to be. You know, you're you're in step somehow with the rhythm of life. Um, If you've spent much time at all around Unitarian Universalists, you know that when we speak of the web around here, it is just as likely to be referring to the interdependent web of all existence as it is to the Internet. Especially in worship services or in religious education classes. Maybe not the spaces between so much. But I I didn't realize that there was something else called web life that's the concept that proposes that the World Wide Web has or could evolve into an entity worthy of consideration as a life form on its own right. A new post-human species. And wow, let's forget about the whole web life thing. When, we, when did we become post-human? <laughs> there, was a, there was an exercise that we used to do or that, we, that we've done a couple of times during an intergenerational service where we threw balls of yarn all over the place and made a web Shay's remembering this she's nodding her head and the whole point was so that when it gets all tangled up after going back and forth so much when you pull on part of it it affects the rest of it and you can feel that and see it and it's a very real tangible exercise in that web of all existence that we talk about I can't help but think that It's kind of easy to dismiss this notion of the web as just an analogy or a metaphor and not take it as something that's actually a real thing. I mean, it it occurs to me that if I'm standing here moving around, I'm affecting the air enough that somehow it affects you too. If I move this much, it does the same thing, kind of the butterfly effect. phenomenon from that came up in uh, pop science a number of years ago. Um, but how many of you have ever felt had a heavy feeling and not known why? And then found out sometime down the road, that something had happened, either to something you care about or someone you care about or to uh, just circumstances. I mean, that has happened to me. Um, why, how is that possible? To me, it only makes sense if the web is a real thing. I, our dear friend had surgery this week back there um, and certainly works hard for the congregation, deserves his rest. Um, but, our, but what I wanted to talk about was our specific place in the web, our individual place in the web. I, another hundred years ago, um, there were books that were popular by a man named Carlos Castaneda. Now, Carlos Castaneda, when he when he wrote um, the book The Teachings of Don Juan, was an anthropology student at UCLA, and The Teachings of Don Juan um, was his master was his thesis. I, I don't I can't remember if it was his master's thesis or his. I guess it was his master's thesis in anthropology. Now, Don Juan uh, uh, Juan Matus or Matus, Matus um, was a Yaqui Indian sorcerer. That's what he called himself. And and Carlos Castaneda was trying to find out from Don Juan the different properties of of um, plants that were used for drugs and and medicine and and other things. But he was, but, so he was trying to have a conversation with, uh, Carlos Castaneda was trying to have a conversation that would engage Don Juan so that he would share some of these properties and secrets and how to prepare things with him. And uh, he would ask him and ask him and ask him if he would share the secret of peyote with him and Don Juan kept kind of dodging the question and not really responding but at, at some point he he says to Castaneda if you can solve the riddle i will teach you and the riddle is that on this 8 by 12 front porch Castaneda is supposed to find his spot and there's only one spot on this on out of the infinite Variables that are maybe not infinite, but pretty close to it. (laughs) Can anything be close to infinite? Um, on, On this porch that is his spot. I'm sorry, I'm so stream of consciousness today. And in this spot, he would be able to sit without fatigue. He would feel naturally happy and strong. And it was not possible for him to fool Don Juan because Don Juan knew where it was. Well, so he goes through all of these hours and hours and hours and hours of trying to sit in every spot. And he lays down and he rolls around on the porch trying, you know, all these different things. Spots and can't feel any difference from one spot to another, um, and then Don Juan comes out to go to the chaparral, but we won't talk about that. Um, and uh, tells him, but that he has to feel the spot with his eyes, and so he tries to use his eyes to sense the difference of the spot. And again, he's rolling around every place and he starts to notice when he's squinting his eyes, he starts to notice, he has not had the peyote yet. <laughs> some variation in color of light places and, and like auras or or hues of something, he starts to notice. And so he throws his jacket to mark one spot that has some light, but, and then um, he ends up laying on the jacket, he, and he doesn't feel any difference. And then he finds another spot doing the same thing, and he puts something there to mark that spot. And then he tries to move between them, and he can't. He, he Anyway, There's after all of this stuff, he ends up falling asleep. And when Don Juan comes out, he tells him he found his spot. I mean, there was a lot more to it than that, but but the place where we are relaxed internally in a world that has taught so many lessons about not being trustworthy is quite an accomplishment, don't you think? How many of you have one or two spots that you're comfortable sitting in in this sanctuary? You come in, you go to the same spot. Why? What is it about that spot, unless it's an accessibility issue, there's something that draws you to that spot? I don't know why. Why? You're just weird, I guess. But we work hard at trying to do or be what we think we want to be, what we think we ought to be, what we think we need to be. But I submit when we can find our spot, when we know these places within and without that nourish our spirits, we don't become nearly as weary of the world and what it asks of us. One side effect of this whole health thing uh, for me has been a, a more consistent or perhaps just more frequent sense that all will be well and all will be well and all manner of things will be well I still get agitated I still get hurried but it doesn't take as long for me to come back to you know what it's okay and maybe I landed in my spot somewhere along that journey. Um, Again, I hearken back to my childhood growing up in a conservative, uh, mainstream church um, and have called to mind uh, things from the book of matthew in the christian uh, scripture about not worrying about today today has worries enough of its own and the fowls of the air that don't sow or reap but uh, no but have all they need to eat and the lilies of the field who, uh, who don't spin or weave but uh you know, solomon's never had more glory or beauty um, there's a book called the five gospels it's from some people the back in the 80s and 90s that were called the Jesus seminar and they they did critical analysis of the different passages that were attributed to Jesus in the uh, New Testament and working from what they understood of jesus character what they understood of of language and how people different people use language they voted on which things they thought were most likely things that um, jesus said and then they also did some um, cleanups of some translations uh, anyway um they that that passage in the Bible is not talking about the literal, physical reality, but the spiritual one. That you, that if people if people give enough mind to their uh, I, that place where the parts of us all intersect, that the that other things are far more likely to take care of themselves and I talk about this a lot I know I do Um, but like the psychological where the psychological the emotional the spiritual the physical all of those things intersect somewhere and it's that part of us that brings our awareness into life we can stress it out trying to be what we think we ought to be, or we can invest a little time and energy into finding our spots. Don Juan also told Carlos Castaneda that everything that he learned, he learned the hard way. Hopefully that's not true for all of us. I don't know where that balance is for you. I don't know what or where your spot is. I have not, oh, oh. There's an experience that I've had any number of times where, and I probably shared this before, of maybe seeing a bird sitting in a tree, and all of a sudden what appears to be a web shapes around it all, it, like it, like it becomes a stained glass that's in a web shape, and it I, it could be a trick of the eye, but it happens any number of times, like with a bird or some creature, and what it tells me, what it says to me, what it feels like to me is that that creature. Is exactly in harmony w- with everything around it. And I've not seen this looking at people yet. Doesn't mean anything. All I know is that in those spots where we find a way to trust something, the whole world becomes less frightening. It can be less frictional. It can be less anxiety-creating, less confusing, isolating. And it takes commitment to move into that state of trusting again especially when we've had it taken away or broken a lot about the world is untrustworthy I see I saw sparrows trying to kill each other squirrels steal birds eggs that too is part of the web At some point, we find that we run into a lot more of these uh, frustrations and frictions when we're out of integrity with ourselves. I think our life journey is to come closer and closer and closer to integrity with ourselves. And that keeps moving. Trust isn't and can't be in the world. All of us have had lessons learned the hard way, and, but where and where there is an expectation, there's a setup for disappointment. Expectations are not the same thing as uh, acceptance, or. Uh, responsibility anyway i think those birds are sitting in their spot i think somehow i stumble in and out of mine but it refuels me every time i get there and and if we can turn down the noise whatever we need to do to do that whether it's uh, some some people this morning we talking about running if you leave the iPods at home and run so that you're alone with your with the quiet of you or if you're working your garden or if you're meditating or it's someplace where the quiet rejuvenate you see if that's one of your spots see if your spot is standing at the edge of, of your comfort zone or if it's back away where you feel safe you have to try all of the spots on the porch you have to exhaust all your normal patterns of searching before I guess we give up and Trust what sustains us. It's safe here.